keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And you teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain events. Joining me always, Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty (laughs) Chad. What's up, buddy? How you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you, man? And Zach Attack, you're with us as well. I am back. How you feeling, Zach? Uh, dying one more day at a time, you know. Yeah, everybody's healthy, though? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Good. All right. That's all that yeah, matters. I hope you guys are Purelling as you listen to us. You should have been Purelling as you listen to us before this. You know, just for the yeah. comfort for some of the shit that's come out of our mouths. But now I hope you're actually doing it for <laughs> you guys want to catch the 10 count? Yeah. Let's do it, baby. Ding, ding. Last stop on the road to WrestleMania. 10 count. Number one, COVID forces Florida to rethink wrestling. What will Vince do without wrestling? That was my first thought when I heard that Florida is now adopting some of these shelter-in-place laws. Is what the fuck does Vince McMahon do? With time on his hands. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it seems like a terrible combination for a guy like that to have time on his hands, you know? It, <laughs> like, it just seems like vengeance would be... What'd you say? Could you imagine that guy meditating? Yeah, no, it's not happening. It's just vengeance is on his mind. He's, he, he's the kind of guy who is looking at this in a way that's like, who can I punish? <laughs> and then put it on TV. Bark like a dog, COVID. <laughs> Bark like a dog. Like, I remember, um, personal story. I remember uh, jokingly when I found out, uh, when I was in the room, it was just me and my father when he found out he had cancer uh, from the doctor, obviously. Oh, Not, Jesus, like, it, it wasn't like a random room. No, so listen. So, so you know, the doctor told him he had cancer, and then the doctor left the room. And then I was like, I'm going to find out who did this to you. And I feel like that's Vince's thing. Like he's trying to find out. <laughs> who, like he's got he's got died. a flight to Wuhan, and he's about to fuck up a bat. <laughs> Was it Ted Turner? <laughs> Ted Turner fuck a bat. True story. I, I won't get into it. I, I did go to the WWE Network, uh, no uh, headquarters once, and I was uh, I was standing in an office and I was looking out the window. And I saw this bald-headed person like walk towards the built towards the building, and I was like, "Holy shit, Stone Cold Steve Austin's here!" And it turned out that there was just a chemo place right next to WWE headquarters. Shut up! I like the biggest fucking dick in the world. Oh my god, that's so funny, man. 
But man, I, I have no idea what Vince McMahon does with time on his hands. I, I can't see him, you know, decoupaging or starting a scrapbook. Yeah, no, no he's, it, you know, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's starting to, like, his journal is starting to look like Benoit's. <laughs> and it's just like it's like not even day one of his journal and you know he just started it yeah but people are uh <laughs> people are talking about like how you know like how awful it was for you know vince to let wrestlemania go on and i, I think there's arguments for both sides but you imagine if like Vince didn't have WrestleMania to put on, what crazy shit he would have done instead? Yeah, he guys, he he could be Instagram living right now. Oh, he, he will. Be thankful that. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's the real problem. It's, it's. Is he gonna add content throughout this time? Like, is that gonna happen? Are they gonna throw in these random? You know, like is, is he going to send cruise send cruise to guys' houses or are honestly, just what, get, they like, a really, best what they of really stuff? should do, like during this time, if they really want to like help the company, mm-hmm. is they should just like give Vince links to The Sopranos and Breaking Bad and The Wire, and just show him what good TV is. Yeah, what's the last show you think he's watched aside from wrestling, which I'm Dragon? certain he doesn't watch? I have no idea. You know, that, that whole Paul Birchall story where the only reason uh, he had that pirate gimmick was that Vince McMahon happened to watch Pirates of the Caribbean while he was with his grandkids. Yeah, I, I love that so much. I think that's what you do. Just give give him a bunch of good TV to watch. Yeah, kind of kind of educate his palate a little bit. And he yeah, comes back. yeah. Expand yeah, he's he's, he's going to come back writing like an Ozymandias episode of Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. They kill off Taker that way. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Number 2. Well, wait, I have a question. you know, mm-hmm. here here's the real concern is that and it's not a concern, it's a good thing. It's like you know how like they're releasing some prisoners um because of what's going on yeah. like Takashi 69 just got released thrown in jail. John Jones is the luckiest DWI ever. Yeah, yeah. Um so is you know is that what some i mean these guys are on the road so much in that company like is a break going to make them realize that maybe you know this isn't where they want to be or what they want to do and do they fire people after this like you know there's a rumor well, going there's around a, there's that, a lot of questions i mean i think that you know you bring up a lot of good points here i i don't know what 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 the contract like the fine print as far as if they have this many months off, does that count towards their contract? That'd be fucked up, right? Because Dawson, yeah, Dawson, I mean, I, the Revival had that all day because, you know, like if you get injured, then it's not technically part of the contract, which is really weird. And, you know, I, I get it, but it's also totally fucked up. Yeah, it's no, it's absolutely fucked up. It's strange. Those contracts are, are so shit. I mean, who? Why the fuck are you I, I signing think, those things? The thing is, like, if there's an exodus of people, if you really, if you really wanted to challenge Vince and get out of your contract, like it's been, it's been proven time and time again that whenever there's a legal battle, they they usually end up losing it. I mean, you know, not notwithstanding the the steroid trial, but I feel like if if you have the money to 
you know, contest them and bring lawyers. And the problem is, is getting that money. You know, a lot of these guys don't have the type of pockets that WWE has. Yeah. But I, I, I do, uh, you know, I mean, I, I do hope that this is, there are, so there's already been a ton of negatives with this, with this uh, pandemic. I hope that if there's one positive that these guys get some fucking rest. <laughs> That's one of my, my one, the understatement of the century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's already been enough problems with this pandemic. I would hate for, uh, you know, something to happen in wrestling. <laughs> it is very uh it is it is very petty to be a wrestling fan right now but it's, it's, uh, i mean I, well, the podcast talk- is going to be in two weeks when there's no wrestling guys i we'll mean switch over to something else what's the closest thing to wrestling soap operas right politics. Watch soap operas yeah we could watch soap operas That's you true. said politics <laughs> how, how many do they have in a can though you know how great would it be if Donald, if Donald Trump fill like filmed something for WrestleMania this year, you know I'm watching. He he very well may. I'm watching Sons of Anarchy right now, and it's it's close to wrestling. It's very like the speeches and shit like that. It's very close to wrestling. I feel like that that's that's what I've been doing. I've been like watching Sons of Anarchy and wrestling. It's that's like beautiful man. Like tough tough dudes who get emotional. Yeah, tough dudes who you think you look like. <laughs> Come on, I got a raw sex appeal like a Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> Number two, WrestleMania replacements. We didn't get to this last week because I think it was announced. It, this was announced like, right after we stopped recording, but Roman Reigns has been replaced uh, on the WrestleMania card. They haven't, Triple H has not announced. You know, he said that WWE is going to write him out of it in a very creative way. We'll see yeah, what it's it like, looks like. I'm but, so. I, it, I'm Strowman so excited is, to see what it is. It's Braun Strowman. No, no, I know. But the fact that he keeps saying that it's a creative way that he really wants the fans to see it. It's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, if it was Vince, it would just be like him taking a shit on a Roman Reigns action figure. <laughs> or well, why all? Why the, I mean, the truth is obviously they want some people to buy the fucking pay-per-view assuming Roman Reigns is fighting Bill Goldberg. Yes. That's I mean, the truth. Bringing up the paper, like pay-per-view way more than they have in years past. Yeah. They're, like they're, they're doing the, th- like on a much lesser scale, like what the, what the government's been doing with this virus where it's just like, Oh, keep, like keep the lie alive and, you know, let them keep spending money. Yes. They, they really want our dollar. I mean, I, I, you know, the flip side of that is that company has to remain profitable and, you know, they don't want to have mass layoffs. Wow, but, man. I don't know. You, you sound like team uh, team government right now. <laughs> I'm team the system. <laughs> also, before this gets away from us, uh, Andrade has been replaced by Austin Theory. Andrade had a rib injury unrelated to coronavirus. And supposedly Miz was sick, so uh, the ladder match is like a singles ladder match between John Morrison and one of the Usos. I'm not even sure if the New Day is a part of it, but it's going to be for the tag titles. Who yeah, that's f- a that's that yeah that's a weird bummer. That like that specifically is something that I think you go like, uh, hey, let's postpone this. 
Well, this, that, yeah, I think you could get rid of that match from the card. Because, I mean, what's the point of it? Right now, you don't want to take the belts off of Miz and Morrison. And guys have all, and if Otis is in the picture and Heavy Machinery is not in the picture, the other guys, Usos and New Days, have have won the title so many times. Like, putting the straps on them isn't going to, isn't going to, you know, help make them any more than they already are. Yeah, and also, I I promise you, a ladder match without a crowd is, it's just going to be, like, unsettling. Like, guys falling off ladders never looks good. It's kind of rough. And when it's just you alone in your room watching a guy fall off a ladder, like, it, it just feels like, you know, like, like your dad's cleaning the fucking leaves off the roof or something, you know? Like, it's going to be way more upsetting than yeah. you think it's going to be. It's not going to look cool. It's going to look, uh, like, why are they hurting each other for nobody? If they're, it's very hard to do an empty arena match successfully. We've seen that. It's, it's kind of been the opposite with promos. Promos have still been great. But yeah, promos have thrived. Turns out wrestling fans are actually um, nuisances during promos. <laughs> yeah, nobody's chanting what? Yeah. But uh, it, it's really hard to make any, you know, so like I give all the credit, like, you know, we'll get to it. Num- number three, our Dynamite review. I give all the credit in the world to that tag match. There were things about it I, I you know, I, I could have done without. But the fact that they were able to pull off that great of a main event type match with, you know, a sparse audience. Pretty, yeah, pretty we, incredible. We had a lot of fun with that one. That would like, that was, I felt like that was a lot of, uh, a lot of AEW um, this week where we'd start off being like, like eh, I don't know. And then somehow we got sucked into it. Like in the, in the text, you know, like we would, we would dislike something. And then like almost immediately after text back, like, Ooh, they wait, never mind. Pay it off. Like, a match that I wasn't particularly excited about, which is Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara, who I love, against Cody and and Darby Allen. They they paid it off by the end of it. Because the whole match, in my head, I'm like, why the fuck is Darby teaming with Kobe? Cody, I think he, think was, he would think this is lame. And then he loses with a, with a roll-up, and he turns on Cody. And he yeah. turns on him in a babyface way. He didn't turn heel. But yeah, he no. definitely turned on. It reminded me of, like, the Attitude Era. Yeah, well, it, used to like go after everybody. Yeah, that and um, it reminded me of New Japan. You know, you have this tournament coming up. These guys are in singles matches. So what do you do before they're in singles matches? You let them be in tag matches, you know? So um, we'll get I mean, to the tournament later on. Yeah. What did you think of the show last night in general? I liked it, man. I thought I thought Kenny and Trent uh, had a great match. I mean, it's a can very make good the, match. That's you probably, can make the argument that is actually like, probably the best empty arena match I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can make the argument like why is Trent Beretta going twenty nine minutes against you know um, this My guy question, that it, it, I, I I buy that he could go twenty nine minutes because you know I've been impressed with him in the ring. My question is, you know, you have Kenny who's like a face that they've been struggling with. And Trent Beretta, who's a face, why are you putting those guys... I understand when Cody goes against their face or, or goes against somebody like Darby, because they're already over his faces. But why are you going to put, like, two faces that are totally over against one another? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could think of was, like, you know, they were using guys who were wherever they are, like, in that area. That's, that's, that's a big thing. 
And yeah. why you've got to grade this on such a curve is that most of the wrestlers that are going to be there are from either, you know, Georgia or Florida or, or yeah. some. I mean, Same. fucking Austin Theory is in the tag match now, you know, at Russell, like, right. because it's just like, hey, who's here? Yeah, it's it's, it's a bummer. Um, what do you think of Austin Theory? We're go- we're going back a little bit, but I, I like him, man. I think I mean, he I think he looks like uh, uh, money, you know, dude, he has the same body as Benoit. It's crazy. Well, I, that's a positive as long as he doesn't have the same brain. <laughs> Or same lack of brain. Uh, um, Archer debuted last night. I thought it was, you know, a, another great promo from Jake. And then I thought it was a it was a hell of a fun, entertaining squash. Uh, yeah, Mark look, Hunt, like just making Lance Archer look like a million bucks. Well, we were we were really enjoying it. Um, and then you know there was that moment where Stunt ducked. And like got in a little offense, and I was just like, "Why? Just he shouldn't be moving. You should be after that first initial blow. It should have just been like him throwing around a an unconscious guy. Like like my issue with it was even after that or Brock and Dominic. Yeah, yeah. Like like the um when he chokeslammed him out of the ring uh into the wrestlers that were the audience. That's a great visual. It's going to look awesome in packages. It was cool at the moment, too. But then they keep the camera on them, and, like, they're helping him up, and he's, like, kind of getting up by himself. And it's like, what what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, it's crazy. He should be a dead body. And, and Marco Stunt, you know, should get murdered. But that was my other issue. It's like, it's like uh, everybody should be murdering Marco Stunt like this. So for your squash match to be against, like, an infant it's like yeah you look strong but also so would i if i fought would you would you put him as a manager is that one way to remedy it who marco stunt yeah just kind of kind of keep him in that role rather yeah i think he should be a manager absolutely yeah he should absolutely be a manager i think he would do a great job of it uh as well yeah he's really funny on sammy's uh vlog show yeah so or again get him you know, just kill him every every week. He, you just kill him, or honestly, you kill him, and then he comes back like a month later, still a little hurt, and you kill him again, and like just have different guys murder him, and he returns like every just once a month, still hurt, like he's been in the hospital most of his life. You know? Yeah, he's that's uh, the way to go. Mr. Bill. Yeah. Uh, other things that happened on Dynamite: uh, Jericho versus Vanguard Part Two. I thought that was, uh, I guess, part three. I thought I, I thought that was that was pretty fun. Jericho Dude. in hot tub wearing full pants, pretty great. Dude, him saying "release the hounds" and just the <laughs> variation of dogs that came out—it was so fucking funny to me. He was having so much fun. I think that that's the way they have to go with this feud. Like, don't try to make it a blood feud. Don't try to. Well, Pull off a five-star match. Just make it fun and goofy. Make it fun and ridiculous, yeah. And you know what I realized with, with Hardy? That that gimmick, if he's going to be uh, in the ring, I, I don't think he should be without an audience. Like They should not make that mistake again. It comes off like... Uh, like a shitty play, you know, it comes out off like a, like a high school play when he's sitting there and no one's reacting to it. It's like, 
it relies so heavily on the fans freaking out over it, you know? It does. Or, you know, just put him in a room by himself. Just Oh yeah, absolutely. Film something. Yeah, but don't don't ever do him in a ring when there's an empty arena. I I don't think they should ever do it again. Again, it's like we gotta grade all these I thought NXT had a pretty good episode last night. I thought Dynamite was good. I thought Raw was very good on Monday. I know, I know there was a ratings drop, which we'll talk about. But I give all these guys credit for putting anything together, especially like, if you compare like the wrestling shows to like the comedy shows that have been on since quarantine. It's it's night and day. It's a it, yeah, it's amazing. Number four, mentioned it briefly. NXT review. I wanted to get to one thing that we, we we glossed over last week is that Triple H has a new nickname, the Creator. That is well, the most Triple H fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, didn't he have a shirt a few years back, like what, like the Destroyer, the Creator, or some shit like that? Right. His whole his whole, I guess his gimmick now is that he's God. Yeah, it's like he's literally he's Testament I, God. I mean, Vince is the Old Testament God. He's just letting some of the best wrestlers in the world wrestle. That's why we like NXT. Yes. And he's done a very good job. Yes. He's done a great job of um, supporting them, booking them. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, is he booking the matches? I don't know. I I, I, I thought that he did a pretty good job with Gargano and Ciampa. I, I understand people you know, didn't like the fact that, you know, it looked like he was, you know, kind of their dad. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yes, I definitely think his hand, he's, he's definitely more involved in that product than he is the main roster. Yeah. Well, I heard what the producers for the mania matches, it was like, it was like the NXT producers, right? It was like Michaels and stuff. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Cause they were already down there. You know, they, they That's all live down there. Which, yeah, maybe we see, uh, I don't know, like um, better matches at Mania because of it. I hope so. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we haven't heard, I haven't heard a single fucking spoiler, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty crazy. I, I really thought we'd know the whole card. I, I also heard that they've done two finishes for each match. So. Yeah, I heard that rumor, but I mean, but they also filmed Raw, right? then wouldn't they have to film two Raws? I guess. I guess that that, that is the fly <laughs> in the ointment, if you know the Raw results. Also, like, uh, uh, apparently, you know, they were on such a tight schedule. Like, Brock flipped out. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh, yeah, I heard Brock was pissed. <laughs> He's the only Ross, guy Ross, Ross, everybody. Well, yeah, somebody has to. Raw should um should end Monday night. He should announce that it's just done. We've all graduated from wrestling. <laughs> and then they just play uh, that vitamin C song. And then they all they just rock back and forth and then it's just over. <laughs> and then we go watch adult things for, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> we'll also watch a documentary right afterwards. Yep. <laughs> well, Triple H is now the creator. Triple threat match. Everybody was kind of singing its praises. It's it's tough, man, when big guys like try to turn everything into a spot fest without a crowd. 
yeah, just, I think that it looked like at times it just looked like they were doing, you know, group yoga. Yeah. Well, and I, I again, I think that's that uh, problem with like doing moves like that, like the fancier moves um, when there's no crowd there. It, it really, you know, you don't realize that a lot of these things like, you know, are dependent on the crowd going, holy shit, holy shit. And when it doesn't right. happen, you're just kind of like, uh, OK, hey, you got you got to wrestle in a Daniel Bryan Cesaro sort of yeah. way. To make it look like more of a shoot. Yes, absolutely. Just like land your punches real stiff, but you know, don't don't really go flying. Which I, that, that's why I kind of hope they let Brock produce the Drew match. Because well, he yeah, apparently Brock he, right he produced his Rumble shit or like he planned out his Rumble yeah. shit. Who's yeah or the or was it just the McIntyre elimination uh, eliminating a part he planned out. No, he, he he apparently you know the rumor is that he planned a lot of it out. That's pretty cool. He definitely and and if you saw him when he got a claymore by Drew, like Drew was talking shit, and then he heard Brock just go grab the belt so Drew could hold it over him. Like, yeah, yep. that's sweet. And a recent uh, a recent spat of kidnappings on NXT. Apparently, after you lose to Koshida, you're immediately kidnapped. I have a theory. Who do you think it is? I, well, I know they hope it's Cody. They hope it's like, oh, you got me. <laughs> Are we well, picking up Apollo Crews next? Well, I exactly. I think that's what I think it's a shot at um, at AEW. I really do. Oh, at the Dark Order? Well, not just the Dark Order. It's a definite shot at the Dark Order. Um, but it's also a shot. You know, it's this idea that like, you are taking our losers. You know, that's the shot in it. These guys lose, and then someone grabs them up, you know? That's what Tony Khan is doing in the eyes of, you know, Vince. That's how he can twist it, you know, or not Vince, Triple H. If it was on the main roster, I'd agree with you, but I don't think Vince really... Well, Triple H then. I mean, Triple H has to take issue with the fact that, I mean, you know, shots have been thrown. Yeah, for sure. So why not say, hey, you know, fuck you. We're going to put guys in stupid masks. And, you know, it's, it's I don't know, it's it's definitely meta. But, um, I mean, what else is it? I don't know. But but both uh, both shows lost viewers this week. I think it's I think people are well, more people are watching TV, but people are starting to kind of drift away from wrestling right now. Maybe it's too much of an eyesore. Who knows? Not having an audience there. Yeah, it might it might just remind everybody of what's going on, you know, just seeing the um That's true. The 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 you know, the lack of people. It's it's too much of a mind fuck. It's too it's you know, you could watch everything else and life just seems like everything's fine. And then you watch this and you go, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's missing is like a referee in a plague mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number five, Raw and SmackDown reviews. Uh, like we said before, a pretty rough Raw rating. I really don't blame it on the show. The show was very good. Uh, I, I think it's just the time that we're living in right now. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, I thought Raw was um, was actually re- you know I I don't like the whole replaying a full match thing, but I do get it. Um, but every promo was solid on Raw. Like, 
really solid. Best Undertaker promo we've seen in years. Like uh, yes. Contrasted that promo to his promo at the Raw anniversary. Now this one was specific. It was, you know, it was he 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 threw stuff away when it you know like he downplayed some stuff rather than just you know kind of you know panning by the numbers as the as the scary dead man. Yeah. Well, apparently he has heat for um for and I I don't believe he has heat. I mean, who the fuck is going to get mad at the Undertaker? But you know, for saying that you showed up, you know, when all all the good guys left, kind yeah. of. Well, I know that Meltzer and Alvarez had mentioned that you know, he kind of buried their guys now. But, I mean, here, here's my argument with that, is that, like, he's supposed to be this old man character. Almost every old, like, like fucking badass I know, their first thing is, you guys are all pussies compared to the guys I knew. So it's yeah. kind of oh, yeah. character he's, for him to do that. He's Clint Eastwood. He's going to make the movie he makes. Yeah, either 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 dig it or not. If you don't like Gran Torino, you're not gonna like an Undertaker match. Exactly. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I thought Edge had a terrific promo. I thought Kevin Owens had a great promo. It was the lot the night of too many promos. Usually you get one promo per show, and they had, you know, three of them. Yeah, well, it's the it was the only way to sell these matches now. You know, like that. I mean, they're they got their hands, but you know, tied behind their back. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for a Kevin Owens-Seth Rollins match, and it's something I've seen a bunch of times before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who wins that? I think Seth, because they're going to they're gonna feud him and Drew. But who the fuck knows, man? They could keep the title on Lesnar. Who the fuck knows? Uh, I, I made my predictions on the Masked Man, but I'm going to be interested to hear what you guys think is going to happen. Uh, also on Raw, there was that really scary Montez Ford bump. Which I hope it just sounded worse than it was. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, he just landed right on the fucking ramp. It was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Apparently, Rollins was supposed to grab his foot. Yeah. Uh, and and but I guess Montez felt like he didn't, um, and so he went for it. Yeah. I mean, that looked fucking crazy. Dude, that guy just needs to calm down a little bit, and he'll be a main eventer. Yeah, he's. Ex- you know, I was watching the New Jack documentary. I'm not comparing him to New Jack at all. No, but, not at all. Besides, no, no, no. Exactly, the they're but, black. That's the only similarity. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm literally, but you know, it, uh, the Vice documentary, and you know, they're showing all these scenes of him jumping off of high places and going through tables. And as they're showing it, he's talking about how you know he was basically coked up every match, and. Uh, and I was just like, man, wrestling. I mean, imagine the, like, the type of wrestling we get now plus cocaine. You know, like the level of athleticism uh, back then was was fairly shit, and they were on cocaine. But if you give these guys cocaine now, it's like we're gonna get the best shit ever. Or we're, or we're, we're gonna get the worst, like dragged out shit ever. You know, it depends uh, on you what, think so? what, what point of the cocaine you're on. There's only about an hour. As someone who's done a lot of cocaine, there's only about an hour, like, of cocaine where I think you could do. Like, if you did cocaine a half an hour before your match, I bet you'd have a really great match. Yeah. But any other place in the timeline, and it's, it's going to be like Belushi at the end, it's going to be real rough. <laughs> well... And then, you know, you hear about all these, like, Ric Flair. Ric Flair res- would wrestle an hour three times a day. 
And it's like, yeah, cocaine. <laughs> and Stairmaster. Can you imagine being hung over and using the Stairmaster every day for an hour? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. Let's jump to SmackDown. Only two things to talk about. Uh, one, they had a really great Firefly Funhouse segment. And two, which is way more important, is they still haven't mentioned that Roman Reigns is being replaced by Braun Strowman. I guess that's supposed to make us wait for tomorrow night. What do you think happens? What do you think the storyline is, like, legitimately? Legitimately? Man, what is Braun just going to, like, kick the shit out of him backstage? You know, maybe, like, maybe maybe Wyatt makes Reigns disappear into, like, a like some sort of, you know, like in, at the end of Superman 2 and like all those kinda guys. Like kind of like catches him in something. Yeah, catches him in like this like space vortex prison. I'm not yeah. sure. I, I, that, that to me makes the most sense is that maybe Bray Wyatt has, has something to do with it. Because if you're How trying funny to. would be if Vince is like. Destroys him. <laughs> I'm not sure. What? Well, yeah, but to, but does that, does that defeat the, I mean, because if you have him getting beat up, I mean. Isn't the idea he doesn't want to be by anybody, and that's why he left? I mean, if you could get beat up backstage, why can't you spear a guy and pin him in the ring? What do you mean? Like, if if the you know if the storyline is Braun attacks Roman Reigns backstage, then are we do we watch that happen? We watch Roman Reigns get beat up by Braun backstage. So why couldn't Roman Reigns just spear Goldberg and pin him like? It's the same amount of action. What if they just have a, they just show the old footage of Rowan hitting Roman with his car? They just start that <laughs> over. Again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they yeah paint them. I would just I would just love like for Vince people. to be like you know like um you know Roman was uh, brought to the hospital and um and he like brings out like an X ray and he's like as you can see um he clearly uh, got sand in his vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's just Vince being like uh, just just talking about Roman's pussy. Roman's yeah. pussy is very we, swollen. We look for we look for the balls for hours. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. Uh, number six. I I think this is the best thing that we're gonna see about WrestleMania: the Drew McIntyre BTE hype video. Holy shit! Well, it's not. Is it B? It's not BTE. What is it? Because that's being the elite. It's some cross-branded thing. Yeah, it's the greatest. It makes it. It makes me want like all wrestling to be that. Yeah, somebody's like, "Well, that's what it should be," and I'm like, "Well, I, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to, you know, get a flight to the Scottish Highlands and and have a, a, a skeleton crew there to pull that off." <laughs> yeah, I mean, also the production value is. Um... It's just that's a lot of money to be throwing out there. It's just such a bummer because seeing Drew after that after that package because they've really done a great job building building Drew since the Rumble and now that we're not going to get a payoff at WrestleMania with with all the Scottish fans at ringside I'm not sure that they would be at ringside but we're not going to have that anymore. No, I mean uh, it really makes me go. Do you put the title on him? Like do. You don't want him to lose, obviously, because what's the fucking point? But at the same time, how do you how do you make that look good? How do you make that like how do you make us uh, as viewers 
feel I, anything I when it's booked, empty. I mean, I fantasy booked it. Uh, and I, <laughs> this is kind of dumb, but you know, you have them fight and you kind of do the recreation of the Cena Brock match, but in reverse, where Drew like going to be in a match that like you did sixteen Germans in one match, I'm going to give you sixteen Claymores, you know, and then he, he gives him fifteen, and then Brock is like, "Not your night, I missed it," and then he goes, "Got it here, the bitch," and he hits him with a like sixteenth and wins. Uh, I like that. I mean, it's kind of lame, but I'm like, why it's not just it's I, I and I think. Uh, based on it, you know all these shows that we've watched without crowds, the worst part of the match is when the bell rings and a guy wins. It's like it's been uncomfortable every time. It's it's at first it was the matches weren't good, and now it's like okay, you could get a good match out of no crowd if you could like film around it a little. Um, but every time someone goes for the pin and it's ding ding, it's just immediately like okay, that's over because the there's no be. The same, or maybe even better, is the Ed Jordan match. I, I I think that not having a crowd there isn't going to hurt him at all. No, I no, I think all you need is um, yeah, I mean, cause that match is is so you know, it's like a movie. There's there's so much emotion involved, you know. Like if if yeah, honestly, like Edge sitting there after you know beating Randy and whatever way he does, like just breathing heavy and finally beating the shit out of this guy who has, you know, ruined his life the past few months is like, uh, that's satisfying, you know, that could look cool. No, it's awesome. Yeah. I like, I, I, I think, I think going too far would look good. Like a, like a wrestler going too far because again, that's a moment that causes silence in a crowd. You know what I mean? It makes fans go like, Ooh, and fall silent and kind of watch, like a disturbing thing happened. So I think that's what you do with the, I think you make edge like kill Randy Orton, not actually yep. kill him, but make you do something that would actually make fans like almost fall silent and like, wow. Well, I'm, I'm super excited. Number seven, the TNT championship tournament was announced. The, you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the matches they picked. Just, I, I kind of had this fantasy that Sammy and Darby were going to meet each other in the finals. But clearly, clearly they want somebody more established. They want Cody, man. To get the title. Cody and Archer in the finals. They want it to be in Vegas. That's uh, not, I mean, that show's not happening. Um, not. I mean, if it is, though, it's it's probably going to be the first show with the crowd. I do think uh, Cody and Archer are going to have a hell of a match after watching Archer last night. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think they're going to have like a, a great match. Um, but that, that match needs, and it will be it. There, no doubt in my mind. I mean, that match is going to be the first night, um, that there is a crowd, however long that takes, that's when that champion is going to be crowned and it's going to be Cody and it's going to end the show. And it's going to be like, Holy shit. Wrestling's back. You know, it's going to be a really fun fucking moment. And uh, Cody's gonna look like a goddamn star again. He's really good at that, it, 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 at like I, making I, moments, I, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of, I guess, future tripping here. But if Cody wins the TNT Championship, is it better than the AEW World Champ? Is it bigger than the AEW World Championship? How about? Um, I-, hmm. I know it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be the secondary title, but. 
I don't know. Yeah, oh, I mean, it, it would definitely title? come off like it would definitely be a more fun title, right? And I guess the thing, the thing about Cody winning that title is, it's it's like the only reason he wouldn't have the champ, the world championship, is because he's not allowed to, you know. Um, so there would always be that debate of like, could he beat the champion, but he doesn't get to have that match, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, Cody, you know, it's going to be Darby versus Cody, and then it's going to be you know Dustin versus Archer, so you can get. Archer beating the hell out of Dustin. Yeah, just killing him. Yep. Unfortunately, I believe Colt Cabana, Kip Sabian, uh, Sean Spears, and maybe my favorite wrestler, Sammy Guevara, are going to get the short end of the stick. I don't think that AEW is the type to just book something to surprise you like WWE. Yeah, no, they want to give the fans exactly what they want. Absolutely. Number eight, it's time for our WrestleMania predictions section. If you guys want to hear my predictions, go on over to the Mass Man on the Ringer. I give them there, but I haven't heard what uh, Scott and Zach think. So let's go through this card, and you guys, uh, you guys, let me know what you think is going to go down. All right? Yes, sir. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Okay, I'll go first. Um, McIntyre wins in a seven-minute match. Zach? Uh, I don't know what this whole show is going to end up being anyway. So seven minutes, I don't know. It feels short. I feel like they're going to make it because they have so much time to like make it bigger you know brock's not gonna have like a a 60 minute iron man match but you can make it seem like he did so i don't know uh i do uh, think in an empty arena seven minutes feels like 12 minutes that's probably true as well but that then again you don't know if it's gonna look like it has for the last couple weeks yeah drew's obviously winning i'm just saying i don't know how it's gonna happen yet yeah i do i do love the idea of like pausing so brock can relax for a little and then filming again that's what i mean i feel like they i feel like there's a few times that they probably could probably but, end up doing something like that but they'd have to like paint his face red so when they uh, because then it would just be a match of like him being red him being white him being red him being white he yeah. gets so fucking blown up you know i don't know i think I think they're afraid to edit like that. I, I, I think there's like um like a an old school mentality when it when it comes to that. I, I think we're gonna be disappointed when it comes to uh, editing. Yeah, I uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know interesting to watch to say the least. I hope it's interesting to watch anyway. Uh, Goldberg is supposed to be fighting Roman Reigns. We know that that's not happening, and we also know or have uh, it, it's been it's it's been on almost every dirt sheet that. Braun Strowman will be going up against Goldberg. Who do you got? And do you think it's going to be Braun Strowman? Yeah, I actually think it's going to be Braun Strowman. And who do you got, Braun or Goldberg? Zach, right? (laughs) I guess uh, Braun. I mean, I guess probably Goldberg, right? And then they'll just give it to Roman at a Saudi show. 
<laughs> well, I mean, my thing is you don't know you don't know when Roman's going to be back. Perfect, perfect for a for a Saudi match. That's true, but you don't know when Roman's going to be back because the idea, you know, you don't know how long this is going to last. Um, and he's somebody who should stay away longer than most, you know. Yeah, I think um, smart as bad as is putting it on Braun. Yeah, and also, I mean, then you'd have to pay. You got to keep paying Goldberg, you know, like the idea is that Goldberg cost a lot of money. And uh, so you have him in and then you get it off of him quick, you know, and if you keep on making him show up, you got to pay him the big bucks. And there's no way Vince wants to do that. Yeah. And I, you know, I know this is going to piss off maybe our, the the Internet smarts out there, but I do think Braun has deserved it. You know, like give him a shot. I know, I know that he always kind of gets booked to the top of the mountain and then falls off. But it's it's you know it, it's not it's not something I don't want to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted him to to win the title like over a year ago, I think. Um, you know, I, I that was when to do it. I, it. You know, they ruined him, and then we started learning, you know, his personality. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Braun, Braun should have been champion already, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, give it to him. I mean, I'm, I'm not, SmackDown, everything that happens when it comes to, like, the SmackDown side of things, like, really is so ineffective to me. Like, it, it doesn't matter. And I don't think that's just me. I think that's most people. Like, I think a SmackDown audience is even different than a Raw audience. I think it's, like, way more casual – it's way more who gives a shit. It's way more little kids on a weekend, you know? Yeah. Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Who do you guys got? It's got to be Taker. Yeah, it's going to be Taker. But I do love the idea of AJ Styles winning in a match that's in a graveyard. I think that's different. I, I yeah, I think Gallows and Anderson are going to be there because – Taker told him to bring them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I, I, I literally think AJ is going to be, like, um, put into a into a tomb. <laughs> I would love it if the last shot is, like, Undertaker, like, like, putting, like, you know, the stone door over the mausoleum, and then just AJ going, like, hey, man, hey, hey! <laughs> Come on, man! Let me out of here, man! It's gonna be like an like it's gonna be like a from AJ's point of view and just like dirt is gonna cover the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be uh, Michelle McCool. Well, yeah, hey, dude. If Michelle McCool again is involved in this match at all, I do not care how great it is. Uh, I will hate it. I will immediately turn my back on this match. <laughs> I think have her, have her dresses like a ghost. I mean, no. Yeah, yeah. I do love the idea of a ghost showing up. <laughs> it should just be like the ghosts of wrestlers who went before their time. <laughs> Why is Lance Cade here? <laughs> John Cena versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Who do you guys got? It's got to be the Fiend. I mean, it'd be pretty funny if Cena won again. <laughs> it would be amazing. What do you think this match is going to look like? We've talked about what a Boneyard match is going to look like. 
what the fuck is a Firefly Funhouse match going to look like? I, I, I speculated that maybe it ends with, you know, like uh, Wyatt attaching a bunch of balloons to Cena's ankle. And then <laughs> just taking, you know, shows up. You can have like a, a big re-entrance in the fall. You know, you, you see like the balloons like coming <laughs> into the building. <laughs> I, I I really, again, I, I said it last week. I think it's going to be like a Nightmare on Elm Street situation. I, th- yeah. I think it's going to be like a, like a fever dream. Oh, man. They, if, if, if Cena wins, it is going to be really fucking funny. Dude, yeah, I do. yeah, like Vince is like, we're doing it for the fans, and he puts Cena, Brock, and Goldberg over. I think that that would be the end of the company, right? <laughs> or the start of something really fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the idea of if it's just literally the first Nightmare on Elm Street, like, like it ends with Cena realizing that he could bring him into, you know, like. Like he could bring the Wyatt character into reality and pin Bray as Bray instead of the Fiend. You know, like if he holds on to his sweater or something. <laughs> uh, Edge versus Randy Orton, last man standing match. Scott, we know you have Edge. Edge. Is that- yeah, yeah it, it's, it should be Edge. It should be Edge. It's a, it's a great build, and it would be the, uh, the correct ending. Becky Lynch for Shayna Baszler. I uh, I think they... I really believe this. I think it's under wraps. I think Ronda Rousey gets involved and Shayna Baszler wins. I think that's very possible. Yeah. She was at WWE headquarters a couple weeks ago. Wow, look at that. Fucking Nostradamus over here. <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Who do you guys got? Go ahead, Zach. I don't know. I mean, this this is tough because either way, I feel like somebody could benefit from this, even if Charlotte wins. But Rhea Ripley's probably going to win. So uh, I, I, I think Charlotte's going to win. I got, I got Charlotte on this one. Yeah, why do you have Charlotte? Just because I think they're going to put Drew over. I think they're going to um, put Shayna over. I think they're going to put um, possibly Braun over. They're going to they're going to want somebody from the old guard winning. Yeah, I also like the idea of you know Rhea Ripley coming so close to beating her. You know, one of those type of matches, which again in front of a crowd would have been so cool, but. Um, She's she's almost there, but not quite yet, you know, and then you have Charlotte Beater um, and now you have someone when NXT does come back, um, you have Charlotte Flair there. Yeah, and you, you have a ready made feud. Yeah. And again, it's a benefit from having a, like a main roster person on that show. They got to do uh, more of that. And I think they will. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Charlotte is like the, the start of that. Next up for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we got a five-way, folks. It's Bailey versus Sasha versus Naomi versus Lacey versus the maybe the Dark Horse, Tamina Snuka. <laughs> or just I guess Tamina now. They they're just giving her one name, especially after this Dark Side of the Ring documentary comes out. 
<laughs> oh no! Wait, is that is that one of the episodes? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's gonna be great. But um, I actually not only I mean look, I don't know who the fuck's gonna win this, right? But I say let's have Bailey retain. I don't fucking know. I almost guarantee you, even though this is an elimination match, this will still be the shortest match on the card. Is it an elimination match? Yeah. I thought it was. It is. Yeah. That's elimination. Ah. I didn't catch that. It's an elimination. I guarantee you it's shorter than every other match. Even though, like, in theory, it should be the longest. Yeah, I, I completely agree. They just haven't. I mean, no fault of their own. They just haven't. Built it up. They've, they've built almost every other match, you know, maybe with the with the exception of the tag match. They've built built them up for so long. I, I just don't I, I don't see why they would give this match a ton of time. Yeah, I don't either. Um, we are on to Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Who do you guys got? Uh, yeah, I guess Rollins. See, you're see, I loved Owens' promo for this, and I liked Rollins' promo for this, but I am still not invested in this at all. I don't, I don't care. I care. Well, I mean, nothing is up. Like nothing's up for. There's nothing on the line at all. It's just a match with between two guys I, who. I agree with you, but I, th- I think that I actually do think the empty arena has made this more compelling. After Seth's. Uh, after the references to the Performance Center and all that. What do you think, Zach? Well, promo-wise, I mean, that's the best. The best thing about this whole empty arena thing are the promos, right? I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, that, for sure. Without, without a crowd, that promos are just much better because crowds ruin everything. So yes. I think well, that, I, don't know, but I don't know about it. Uh, you know, like... That's that's true across the board, but it, it definitely has benefited some people for sure. It's helped, yeah. It's helped this like crop of guys who get caught up in the in the what chance and all that stuff. I feel yeah. like it, it's helped this build. Yeah. A How great would that be as far as a byproduct of Corona if there was no more fucking what chance anymore? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> uh, I think I think Kevin Owens is probably gonna win just because of the. Just by the the natural build of the story, I feel like it just makes sense for him to just get the the clean win at WrestleMania and just end it. Maybe. Yeah, just end it. Yeah, exactly. I'd like that. I would like that. Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. Who? You want to go Brian, but then that's a I lot what, of titles. I, I, I understand that, like you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, Daniel Bryan shouldn't be wrestling," you know. But does he have a weakened immune system because of everything? I thought I didn't yeah. know. Like yeah, he could, does. Oh, he does. That's what Bree Bella said, at least. Is that well? Yeah, but is that the byproduct of concussions? I don't know about that, but I think Daniel Bryan himself probably has something. I think I don't know. Hmm. Who do you guys think wins? Well, the hope is Daniel Bryan. That that's the the hope, and then you get Daniel Bryan as Intercontinental Champion with the the Cena esque U.S. title run that he can do with it, and just fantasy book from there. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would yeah yeah you're right. I would love that, and I guess you know the storyline has kind of like built into like Daniel's been training and training and training, and like he's 
somehow after all these years still learning and becoming a better wrestler, you know? And you so, can keep yeah. that going for the rest of the summer uh, with Gulak and then Gulak and Brian have their, their feud later on this year. Yeah. And, and, and not even like, I don't even think like, an, I don't even think they should have an ugly feud. I think it should be like, um, like, Hey, you've beaten everybody. And now it's see if you can beat me. I don't think you can, you know? And then, and then you kind of give it to Gulak, I think. Um, well, I'm sure Brian would want to put over Gulak, or he'd have no problem with it at the very least. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the goal of all of this, I'm sure, eventually, you know. Uh, but, man, I do love Sami Zayn. I'm so excited to see him wrestle again. Yeah, me too. I think it, I think it could have – I think they could be the Dark Horse contender for Match of the Night, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm hesitant to even, because I don't know what the fuck this is going to be, but the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, Miz and Morrison versus the New Days versus the Usos. Apparently, it's just going to be Morrison versus one of the Usos. <sighs> Who do you think wins? Mm. I mean, from the scenario you just gave us, who cares? Yeah. It's a match that should not happen. Yeah, it shouldn't even happen. All right, I'll take that as an answer. <laughs> Championship, the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Street Profits retain. You would hope so. What a weird yes. title change that would be. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Black. And I mean Alistair. <laughs> hey, yo. Somebody order the movie Airplane? Hey, the Kabuki yeah. Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Who do you guys got? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like <laughs> that was the craziest <laughs> sound. Zach. I like Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss as a tag team. I think I don't know. The Kabuki Warriors are are cool. If there was one WrestleMania slogan, it would be I don't know. I guess yeah. That's pretty much what this WrestleMania is for it's, me. It, yeah, it's like it, it is a mess when it comes to predictions, which kind of maybe that's where the, the value is in it, you know, is us watching it going like, who the fuck knows? Because <laughs> because it's it's like they could pull the trigger on things or they could not. And like you can't fault them for any of the decisions they make, I think. Right. Because it's it's just so strange. No, I'm you gonna can't get disappointed in this mania like you, you know, like WrestleMania 32 or some of the other clunkers they've had. I'm gonna say Cross and Bliss just so that Oscar could be a singles competitor again. That's the only reason. There we go. I like that. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Otis. Otis. Yeah, I think you got to give that feel good moment, right? And last, the match that we've all been waiting for. Elias versus King Corbin. First off, Elias should be dead. <laughs> from that, from that, uh, from that spot. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, like hurt for three weeks. Yeah. I mean, Looks this like match is. This match should should somehow be cut for time, like it. <laughs> Like they should somehow be like somehow even through editing we we do not have enough time on this programming for this we are so sorry 
Anyway, have a good one. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win, but I know that Rob Gronkowski is going to be involved in some way. Hey, dude, I, I, I forgot he's hosting. Oh, yeah. There's nothing what, worse, what man. That's like, you ever see, like, you ever see, like... <laughs> What does hosting WrestleMania look like during a pandemic? It looks like you ever see like a, a DJ trying to get people on a dance floor who clearly do not want to go on a dance floor. <laughs> they just want to sit at the tables. <laughs> He's like, come on, everybody. Let's let's get like, it's going to be that it's going to be very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, ladies, your turn. It's like, <laughs> oh, come on. We're good, actually. Hope you guys like a little of this electric slide. Yeah, it's like having a DJ at a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. Apparently, nobody in WWE wants CM Punk back. There's some sort of report. I wonder if that was like one of the reports of like, you can't break up with me if I break up with you faster. No, I don't even blame them. I don't blame them. I do not blame them. Just why? Just because of... uh... The UFC run because of how the FS1 reemergence is gone. Because no, of none of those things. I, it's he. He said. Remember, he said to Miz, like, "What was it? Suck a blood, money, dick, or something? Something, you know, something to the effect of those words." It's pretty nice. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he said another thing and deleted it. Oh, it was like the Roman Reigns thing. He was like. You know, because there was no crowd or whatever. And then he was like, oh, that I guess that's a way to um, for them to not cheer my name and to not boo Roman Reigns. Something like that, where it's like, he's taking shots that are like, um, they're like, like they come smart, off crazy. Smart, like, it, it, smart, it's coming off like he's, Smart shots from like 2015. Yeah, like he's coming off like he's, uh, like he's on medication or something. Like he's taking too much medication. And I know he can't because he's straight edge. But like, the, the tweets are like... Uh, they just come off like out of nowhere. It's like, who's arguing with you right now? You're the one who fucking signed that Fox contract. You, you, like you're, you're the one whose people reached out. His fucking people reached out to them or Fox you know, or whatever. Like, imagine how much of a pain on the ass it is to be CM Punk's fucking manager. Holy just, shit. Dude, he's coming off like a fucking dork. Don't, don't work for the Fox show then. If you're going to be a little bitch all the time. Well, maybe it means he'll come back to AEW or he'll go to AEW, not come back, but, you know, uh, do something with AEW. Not only Punk, just to piss everybody off, he'll just return to Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But apparently Vince McMahon still labels Punk as the one man he can't do business with. Not even Paul Heyman can put him over. Paul's one of the guys running the shots right now. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Kind of sad, man, that like <laughs> that this is how we're talking about. Like it used to be, you know, if you were on a wrestling podcast, CM Punk was the first fucking thing you talked about. And now you're just kind of like, all right, dude, it's a it's he, he's become like a Bret Hart situation. Yeah, except for they still do business with Bret Hart. I mean, Bret Hart was fucking inducted in the Hall of Fame, then went to AEW. And now I think just did something with them again just did that austin podcast yeah and and, i mean and still he takes shots constantly like unnecessarily like huge shots comes off so petty and embarrassing so it's a it's a it's a little much 
yeah, I think uh, yeah, really, I don't, I don't, I don't blame them for not wanting to work with Punk. I know, I, 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 I don't know if that's the popular internet opinion, but um, yeah, it's like a, you know what it's like? It's like when M, like, like when Eminem is still rapping about like a bad relationship he's in, and it's like you haven't learned, like, don't just, <laughs> just maybe don't date women anymore, like, you know, like maybe. <laughs> and that's what it feels like it's just like yeah these two should not be working together yeah and yeah. any acknowledgement of it like from either side comes off weird it's just like Ugh, drop it you're divorced it's 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 a lot man it's a lot speaking of a lot number 10 Teddy Hart is back in jail. I don't know if we've talked about Teddy Hart before, but Dark Side of the Ring could do an entire miniseries on this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, if you go on his Wikipedia page, it's you know, it's it's insane. You know, the th- things he's been accused of, the things he's gotten arrested for. It's just, it's very, very fucking bizarre. Yeah, that guy has a story. It's like that that is like Tiger King level of um, appeal, you know, and just like the I mean, people will be like save it for the next pandemic. I think the Teddy Hart story, because that is going to bring so many people together. (laughs) (laughs) Tiger King of wrestling. Yo, a million percent. And also he comes out with a fucking cat. (laughs) He does. Uh, yeah, and man, I, yeah. I talked when I did that Joey Janela thing. It, it was, uh, it was, um, it, I, I was like, uh, I, I had to, you know, I had to get some background from Teddy because I was, I was doing, I think, the Chris Dickens and Teddy Hart match, and you know, Teddy was pretty nice to me. He's like, just don't, you know, make fun of this or, you know. And I was like, all right, well, let me, uh, let me just, let, let me, uh, let me, let me, let me check out like what not to bring up with Teddy. Heart, and then I read his rap sheet, and I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah, this is fucking terrifying." Yeah, he's 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 a wild one. By the way, remember he, uh, him and CM Punk got in like a fist fight, right? Who won back in the day? I think Teddy beat his ass. I think yeah, that's the story. Right. But I think like no one shamed Punk. It was like Teddy was like fucked up on shit, you know. And uh, it was kind of a thing where it was like, oh, at least Punk stood up to the guy, you know, I think. They were all, like, at a diner. I don't know. You could watch it online. People talk about it. I mean, Teddy Hart would beat the fuck out of us. I mean, yeah, that's a wild man. It's a, He's a heart. He's a heart, man. Yeah, there's. A, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading up about him now. I mean, this is in medium, so who the fuck knows? But, uh a powerful reality show about Teddy Hart named Heart Attack was filmed but never aired. A synopsis of the show says Hart lived in a mansion filled with models, bikers, and fifty Persian show cats. Are wow. they calling staying in your aunt's condo a mansion? <laughs> Is that like the 2020 version of a mansion? There's no way he lives in anything like that. <laughs> That reminds me of one time I was on a Greyhound uh, coming from Boston to New York and this guy behind me got a phone call and it was like midnight on a Greyhound 
And he was just like, oh, nothing. Just sipping, wi- sipping wine with my girls. Like, he's just lying about where he was to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart's like, oh, right now, just in my mansion. <laughs> it is. I mean, if you want to go down an internet wormhole, though, check it out. Yeah, I actually watched a video today. Uh, they just posted a video. Well, I guess it was this week of, uh, you know, some wrestler. Uh, I guess he, like, took a gun out of the guy's car or something. Um, and it was, like, right after he, he choked his, uh, what was it? He choked his girlfriend recently, right? That's Yeah, he, you know, apparently he's going to be in jail till June for that. Wow. I mean, at the very, I mean, I'm talking about being in jail until his trial isn't until June. He could get a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, that'll probably get pushed back because of what's going on. And also, like, John Jones just got off of a pretty serious DWI charge. That That's how you know Teddy Hart is fucking terrifying. <laughs> Cops are like, yeah, we got to, like, keep this one in jail. Yeah. John Jones go, but... <laughs> Yeah, he is like the he is a virus in himself, <laughs> and he anyway, needs to be quarantined. Great technical wrestler, though. I love Teddy Hart, man. I I think uh, he might be like the the most athletic Hart. Yeah, Brett was definitely the best. Still, ah, I don't know, man. I really liked Owen. Like looking no, looking Brett. back, like I didn't I didn't I didn't live through Brett. I was a little too young. Meltzer said this, and he's not wrong, that, like, Bret Hart matches, he thinks, hold up a little bit better than Shawn Michaels' matches because of how grounded they are. Hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I I mean, they both, I mean, I've watched, you know, I I mean, I've probably watched Shawn and Taker at 25 and Stone Cold and Austin at 13, you know, uh, the same amount of times. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I think I would prefer a Michaels match more than a heart match now, mm-hmm. but I will say that like, yeah, I mean, you know, nowadays, like a, a thing that's really popular is like stiff punches, you know, really sticking to it, uh, hard hitting shit. And Michaels is not that at all. I mean, Michaels, it's all very floaty, you know? Yeah. Very, very floaty, but you know, both incredible wrestlers. We're going to wrap the show. You guys got any plugs? <laughs> Who? Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, Garbage Days, with uh, another comic, Brendan Sagalow. Uh, we don't talk about wrestling at all, just just other shit. So check that out if you want to. And uh, I'll probably I'll probably live tweet um, Mania. So follow me. Awesome. Well, um, I think you and me are watching it together, right? You're invited too, Zach. We're gonna zoom oh. it. Oh, are we really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I would love to do that. Uh, Zach, got anything to plug? Wash your hands. Wash your goddamn hands. And uh, the same thing with me. Uh, Just to give you some podcast news, next week is going to be a normal show because we'll have plenty to talk about. We're going to have WrestleMania to talk about. We're going to have the Monday after WrestleMania to talk about. We're going to, you know, I think think we're going to have Dynamite to talk about. But uh, the weeks after, I'm not sure. We're going to probably have to do a five count and then something else. So I kind of just wanted to get some opinions from people on Twitter. These are the two ideas that I've had. Either every week we review a classic pay-per-view, like a Canadian stampede, or we go through what a culture's 10 worst pay-per-views of all time list. 
And we the second half of the show is us breaking down uh, that pay-per-view. So tweet at us, let us know. I, I, I checked out the list, and the, uh, the no, number one worst pay-per-view is not a WWE pay-per-view, according to Water Culture, not a WCW, not even a TNA. It is, a I think, a Heroes of Wrestling. It was an independent pay-per-view promotion, and that was the one where Jake the Snake got drunk and uh, – and and took his snake out and made it made it made it look like it was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the greatest pay per view. <laughs> not not only not only did that happen, but it was also Yokozuna's last match. Oh no! <laughs> so uh, I think I just sold us watching the shitty pay per view, but check it out, folks. And yeah, uh, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Rate and subscribe to the podcast, all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Have a good one.